Today we are going to be talking about enchantresses. So we are going to be analyzing them and figuring out how good they are. So first of all, what is an enchantress? Basically it has some form of whenever you cast an enchantment spell, draw a card. Now this is also applicable to other effects similar to this, such as whenever you cast a creature or whenever you cast a historic spell or whenever you cast a legendary. Anything like that would apply. So first things first, we need to, basically you need to figure out how many enchantments you have and what CMC they are at. So make like a spreadsheet or whatever, maybe just write it down, how many enchantments you have at each CMC. Then you're gonna pick the enchantress you are analyzing. I am going to be using uh, Mesa Enchantress as an example, one white white for a zero two. Whenever you cast an enchantment spell, you may draw a card. Because I think this is basically where most enchantresses are. Three mana, whenever you cast it, and it does basically nothing else. Uh, basically exactly the same as Verder and Enchantress, except Verder and Enchantments Enchantress is green. So basically the important thing of picking one is to take note of the converted mana cost. Because the converted mana cost is gonna determine when you're going to play this. So because this is converted mana cost three, we can expect to play it on turn three. Now you can adapt this depending on what deck you're playing. So if you have a three CMC commander, you would rather play at that point, then you can adapt it uh, and say you would play it on turn four. But the point is uh, we can look at the CMC and see when we're likely to cast it. So for this, I'm going to assume that we are going to cast it on turn three. Then what we are going to do is we are basically going to figure out how many enchantments of the cards we've drawn so far are CMC four or more. Uh, then, well actually, sorry, three or more because we wouldn't be able to cast it at the same time as Mesa Enchantress. Then what we would do is we would, for the future on, we would calculate uh, the odds of us drawing another enchantment. So the way we would do this, and real quick, I am going to write out what I'd expect for different CMCs. So for one, CMC, two, CMC, uh, three, CMC, four, CMC, five, CMC, right? So we have those. Uh, we'll go up a little higher. We'll go up to six, all right? But beyond that point, I don't think people are running too many enchantments. So for one CMC, I'd say we have maybe four. For two CMC, I'd say maybe we have we have like five. Three CMC, maybe like, I'm not sure, maybe like six or so. You know, like it goes up a little. Four CMC, it'll maybe go down, back down to four. Five CMC, we're down to like two maybe. And six CMC, we're, we're one. So overall, that comes out to be... Uh, 22 enchantments which in a deck that is focused on enchantments that is certainly possible but I'd say it's a little low so we're, we're gonna bring this up a little we could we I think four is accurate for that so we'd say six on CMC two seven on CMC three maybe five on CMC four and three on CMC five 
So that, that might be a little more accurate, um, but that's just the numbers I'm going to go with. Really, what matters is your numbers. So first, CMC 1, 2, and 3. So first, what we're going to do is we're going to calculate directly the turn after we cast Mesa Enchantress, how likely we are to have these Enchantresses. So first, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the CMC 4, 5, and 6. Now, if we're looking at turn 4, which is in this situation we are, we can only count the cards from turn 4. So that would be 5 cards. So population size is always going to be 99. Uh, sample size is going to be the turn it is plus uh, the number of, sorry, the turn it is plus 7. So we're talking about turn 4, so that would be 11. And the number of successes in population is 5, because that is the number of CMC4 enchantments we could draw. Then the number of successes in sample, we'll see one. We'll see what are the odds we get one. So there's roughly a 45, well, not roughly, there's a 45 chance, 45% 45 chance that we'll get a CMC4 uh, Enchantress on, on, uh, on turn four. So, or earlier, we could save it from the future. So then let's factor in other cards. So CMC three, two, and one, we can count if we are talking about turn three, turn four, or turn five, sorry, turn three or four, right? Those are two turns we could have drawn it that we couldn't have cast it, or rather we could cast it, but it would count for Mason Chantress. So that means that we have two cards we that we draw, right? So the, the sample size is two, and the number of successes in sample is much, much higher, right? Because we have three, four, or seven, six, and four. So that gives us a total of 17 successes in the population. So then this gives us another 31% chance. So if we factor those both in, we have a decent chance. You know, like it's not the greatest chance. If we're talking about the odds that we get either, we can calculate that by taking our 45% chance, subtracting 100%, take 100%, subtracting 45, then coming up with 55, and then we can take that 55, so 0.55, and multiply that by 0.31. So then with that, we can see that's a 17% chance, plus that 0.45, from that 45% chance, overall we have a 62% chance of getting something on turn four that we can use. So that's not great, um, but that's, that's one turn, and that's still a decent chance, you know, and I'd say this isn't even really that optimistic of a situation. In my Enchantress deck, I have a lot more than this, but it just totally depends on the deck. So I'd say this is a not optimistic, not like super pessimistic either situation. All right, so then we can calculate for turn five. So if we want to calculate for turn five, we are gonna put 12 in the sample size. The number of successes in sample can stay the same. And basically we can count turns five and four. So that gives us eight cards that would be considered successes. And then we can calculate that. 
So that gives us a 66% chance, a 65.8% chance to be precise. So that's pretty good. We're pretty likely to do that. And then if we look at it again, if we think about turns four and turns five, and turn five, we can still draw those CMC three, two, and one. Now, if we assume that we did cast it earlier, then we would have drawn anyway. And if we assume that we didn't, then we can do it. Then we can just do it. So we can assume we'll get the value um, and consider and not consider that we already draw, drew one. And if we did, that would be irrelevant to the calculations anyway. Uh, point is, uh, we can count all of the turns. We can count turn three and four and five for those things. So we get three turns and then we get CMCs three, two, and one. So we get seven plus six plus four is 17 again. Uh, among three turns is going to be uh, among three cards in the sample size, we have a 43% chance of success. Uh, 43 and a half to be precise. So if we take that 62, we take out, uh, we take one, and then we take out that 0.62, then we come up with a 0.38. So then if we multiply that by 0.43, then we come out with a 0.16. So if we add that, to the 0.62, then we come up with a 78% chance to get one. Uh, sorry, made a misclick. Uh, so we have a 78% chance of getting one. And that's pretty good. This is turn five. Uh, we're talking about having, we're almost definitely gonna get one. And this is where it gets interesting. So these are very difficult to calculate for several reasons. But the main one is, if you are successful, then you can add another one. So the best way to calculate this is to basically multiply your chance of getting it uh, by one, you know. And if it's close enough, I'd say maybe like a 0.8 or something, you can just round it up. So that if you can expect to draw one extra card from the Enchantresses, then you can increase that up to the sample size, for example, up to four. And then boom, you have a higher odd. Now, I would say you can keep on doing this until the odds get extremely low. And if you want to just skip this step and add a very small amount uh, to each, each thing, that's fine. It does get rather work intensive. But it does get very complicated to draw this because if you're successful to calculate this, because if, if you're successful, then you end up having to add more. So because we have gotten to a point where I have an 80% chance of getting one, I can add more. Now, if we want to increase that to two, then we could see what would happen if we have two and if we were to draw two. Now, keep in mind, you can't just say, oh, but the first one doesn't count. That doesn't make sense in this situation. Uh, uh, by that I mean the first one doesn't affect the odds of getting a second one, which is sort of true, but that is assuming you get a first one, and it just doesn't make sense. I'm not sure exactly what the best way to explain it is, honestly. So that's the basic idea, right? It does seem complicated, so I'm going to break it down again. So first, you're going to break down the 
artifacts and enchantments, sorry, the enchantments at each CMC. Again, this could be any type, so break it down, write it out, whatever. Then, then for each turn after you cast the enchantress, you can calculate how likely you are to get a specific number. So you can do that by first calculating the odds that you would have drawn the whole game, uh, cards that you would not have been able to cast before the enchantress because they are expensive in terms of mana cost. Then you would calculate the cards that you would draw within the, within the turns that you are casting other things, uh, such as the enchantress, uh, and if it's a turn past the one directly after the enchantress, and turns subsequent in between the enchantress and the turn it is now uh, that you're calculating for, uh, you can calculate the odds of you drawing something CMC 1, 2, 3. Uh, with the hypergeometric distribution calculator, which will be in the description, population size is 99. The number of successes in population is going to be 7 plus uh, the turn it is if you are talking about calculating uh, things you wouldn't have been able to cast earlier, and the number of turns that you would have been able to draw something cheaper if you are talking about uh, the lower CMC things. The sample size, uh, sorry, the number of successes in population is the things that will fit your criteria, so the CMCs uh, that are enchantments, and the number of successes in sample is the thing is the number of things you would consider a success. So uh, if you consider one a success, it will give you the odds of you getting one. If you consider two a success, it'll give you the odds of you getting two. Then, once you've done that, and you reach a turn where you have a high likelihood of getting uh, of getting an enchantress, an enchantment, you can add another, right? You can add one more to the sample size of either of both of those calculations, and you can calculate for two. See how likely you are to get two. Now, generally, you're not going to be that likely, but if you get lucky, maybe maybe you'll get it. And you can keep on going down that chain until it becomes an incredibly small amount. Now, it does seem very intensive to calculate this, but I would say, in general, you could just skip the... You, if you wanted to make it simpler, you could just only count the... You could just only count the cards that are CMC higher than you would have been able to cast in the earlier turns. I don't recommend that because that could have a rather large effect on your solution. And you could also disregard the additional card drawing, which I honestly don't think is that bad. It might have a very, very, very small effect on the results, but I don't think it's going to make it that much less accurate, especially if people are calculating things with like a 50% chance at getting an extra card. Like, that's not really reliable. So, that's up to you how deeply you want to go into it. But if you want to just guess the amount, uh, guess how it's going to impact it, and try and make the math simpler, you can just don't expect perfectly accurate results. So, I mean, I think enchantresses can be quite good. And if we go through more of these turns, we will come up with higher and higher numbers that we're going to be able to get. And it just builds on itself. 
as you know we get another card um, it just increases the odds so much because every single time that we draw a card because we have 10 17 22 26 enchantments in this deck every single time we draw a card we have a 26 percent additional chance of getting enchantment which means we just keep on adding and it gets really good especially the higher of a threshold you reach the better it's going to get so it does have you know like as it goes down the line as you get one more and then another more and, and then another more and another more it affects it less and less because that's just how it goes but it's still incredibly good to just have such a high chance of getting something and if you can maximize that then that's even better and if you can draw two cards from an enchantment then that just gets insane imagine if you had two enchantresses and a deck jam-packed full of enchantments let's say 33 enchantments for example that means that every time you cast an enchantment you have a 66 percent chance of drawing one of drawing another one that's insane like it's just so so good so i think that's going to be really cool uh thank you for listening i i really think that these are and they're playable i think that these work well thank you for listening and i will see you next time